Now entering Nerdist.com. True it with a guy named Kevin. True it and this other guy Steve. True it from the TV and the movies, and now this podcast stream. True it, they're gonna get chewy. True it, they might even get me. True it, but they're gonna get funky on this podcast thing. How's it going? Good. How are you doing? Good. What do you got? What do you got in that mouth? What I got in my mouth? I got a tongue. Chewing some tongue? Yeah, some cow tongue. Your tongue, cow tongue. Cow tongue. Really? Yeah, what are you chewing? Mm-hmm. Tonsils? Cow tonsils? Oh, that's delicious. That's a delicacy. <laughs> cow bladder? Oh, where'd you buy it? Scotland! Oh. Isn't, oh, it, yeah. isn't it where they eat that kind of shit? Yeah, like haggis, isn't that what yeah. they call it? It's like stuffed, uh, like cow stomach or something? Yeah. Sheep stomach? Yeah, yeah. Sheep liver or something like that? Yeah, so that's delicious. Eating, huh? I'm trying to be uh, cultural, exotic. That's a garlicky uh, haggis, isn't that a, ga- a garlicky dish? Yeah, I th- well, it can be, I'd imagine. I think it leaves you with like like rude, gross burps. I'm sure. Like you, God. like you, twenty four hours later, still burping up uh, <laughs> garlic. Haggis burps, nothing yeah. like a haggis burp. Oh, she's got breath like a haggis burp. Yeah, I can't get rid of the haggis burps. Oh, you know what? Yeah, when you're eating haggis, it the smells all over your clothes for days. You can't get rid of the smell. He had constantly burping. Hmm. I, I like those Scottish riffs. We, we, yeah, that's we, a good little Scottish we riff get right on. Um, uh, Can we plug first before we move on? Of course. We, um, it's getting closer. Yeah. San Francisco Sketch Fest. Yeah. They're paying uh, a tribute to Broken Lizard. Mm-hmm. That's nice. That's flattering, isn't it? Yeah, it sure is. I hope it goes well. Yeah. Um, it's going to be February 7th, Saturday, February 7th yeah. at 8 p.m. at Combs Comedy Club in yeah. San Francisco. Yeah. You can get tickets at sfscotchfest.com. Scotchfest. Scotchfest. Ooh, eh. Scotchfest. Eh. That sounds great. SF Scotchfest in Edinburgh. Oh, have you been to Scotchfest in Edinburgh? It's fucking great. No, it's Sketchfest. I misspoke. Mm. The San Francisco Sketchfest. So sfscotchfest.com. Or on Twitter, at SF Sketchfest. Yeah. And uh, all five guys are going to be there. Yeah. My my wife is going to kill me. I still haven't told her about that yet. Really? Well, it's just like the uh, this whole... like I'm, I told her about it a while ago, but like sure. there, there, we have so much stuff going on right now that I'm like constantly... like Because we're in pre-production on our pilot, right. there have been so many late nights. I know it. And our kids have been literally been sick for the last five weeks. Right. Including, like, literally, it's like... We had a stomach flu for yeah. the older son last Tuesday and Wednesday, vomiting. Right. It went away and then came back uh, Saturday and Sunday. More vomiting. This weekend? Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. How do you get rid of it? Sunday. How do you kill it? <laughs> we pa- can't kill it. He's got to pass the time, dude. Oh, God. Get through it. Okay. Um, but, I'm getting uh, tired of hearing of your family being sick. I know. When is it going to end? Me too. And by the way, I'm the only one who hasn't gotten sick. Right. My family's not sick. I know. But this is like, remember, there have been times where, like, you are a disgusting mess. Like, you're, like, snorting and swallowing your mucus. It happens, like, once a year. Yeah, but it goes on. There have been times where it's gone on for, like, three months straight. Like, no, that's ridiculous. You're just ill. That's not true at all. You've been ill. That's not true at all. Yeah. Like, people, it's we've talked. I'm a very quick illness guy. Oh, I don't know. I'm in, I'm out. You're, de- you're delusional. <laughs> I'm in, I'm done. <laughs> you're delusional. Um, um, not to change the subject. Can I change the subject? You have changed the subject. I have, a, I have an a, answer to your question. I have a, um, 
Which is something why. that you're going to like. Okay. I have something I want to tell you. So you don't you, you like want to finish the last thing? Yeah, what's, what's it? What's it last what I haven't told my wife yet. So, like, oh, right, right, we've right, been having right. a lot of late nights, and she's yeah. picking up the slack. Right. And then, you know, we were going to go to Miami this weekend. Right. I wrote that down. I want to talk about that. You were going to a wedding. We're going to a wedding. Right. Okay. Yes, yeah, so we're going to a wedding. Hold that thought. Okay, go ahead. We're going to fly Friday, have a nice little romantic uh, weekend at my, my wife's brother's wedding. Right. And then come back, and we start shooting the pilot. But now the table read got scheduled now for, for Friday. Friday. You, had to, you had to change your plans. Yeah, so now the network had to change my plans. We're taking a red eye on Friday night, so we're just getting... And is she going with you, or is she going yeah, ahead no, of you? Yeah, no, we're going to fly together, so we're going to get Why? There. Why? She didn't want to go ahead to see her family, and then uh, you join? You know, she wanted to... I, well, she actually confessed that what it was is... Because I had already brought up the idea of her just going and me staying here. Sure. there's so much stuff going on. Makes sense. She told me after the fact that she thought I was... There was potential for me to still back out, so she's she switched her flight <laughs> to fucking make sure I get on that plane. And are you guys on the same plane? Yeah, we're on the same plane. Is this this is the flight we talked about last week? This is the 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 indirect flight. Yes, via Southwest still to Miami. Indirect, going to West Palm Beach. <laughs> There's no direct flight to West Palm Beach. Uh, we're not going to Miami. That's the thing. That's what I found out. We're not going to Miami. We're going to West Palm. Beach. Sure, but there are you know there are direct flights to. Uh, Fort Lauderdale, the dr- lights to flights to Miami, and you can just drive. Yeah, but then it's like another uh, it, look. It's not another anything. It's not it's like another twenty minutes like versus I, said, a, I didn't, another two I didn't hours. make I didn't make the fucking reservation. I'm tired of talking about. <laughs> I it. I know, okay. but all right. So, but so, so, our, so our weekend got cut short by one day. Right, it got cut in half, and then all and was she so she's pissed. She she actually took it in stride. She okay. took it in stride, but then you know all next week. Then we're going to be shooting all day and all night. Yeah. And then she's going to find out that. The weekend when we have off, I'm gonna go to San Francisco. So she might find out via this podcast. Is she that what doesn't listen to our podcast. I anymore. thought she did. She did, but she thought we were too long winded on on individual topics. She's like, "You guys like you like stay on one topic and then like just talk about it forever. It gets boring. You like you need to like bounce around faster." Right. She's from. She's a different generation. That's why. Yeah, but 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 she is right. We we've, we've heard that comment before. That's like. And we, we know it ourselves. Like, we'll talk about the first issue for about 45 minutes. Right. And then we start firing through everything Sure, else. sure. Yeah, well, you know. What if you don't like it, don't listen. Yeah. That's I, what she has done. That, yeah, she chose the latter. <laughs> okay, so go on. So, I, yeah. Uh, uh, to my new topic. Well, you said you had something f- uh, fun. Um, yeah, you'll appreciate this. There'll be some people who appreciate this out there. Um, but um, most won't. But I'm going to tell you because you'll appreciate it. Uh, the New York Yankees, yes, uh, have signed a new TV deal. Okay, they're oh. going back to WPIX. Get out of here! Like you know how we grew up, yeah, Channel Eleven, Channel Eleven, all growing up there on PIX. Yeah, Phil Rizzuto, and it was all you know whatever, whatever. And then over the last couple of years, they changed. Like maybe I don't know, was ten years, ten years ago maybe, or eight years ago. Yeah, they switched over to WOR Channel Nine, which was always the Mets channel growing yeah. up, right? Yeah, and and which frankly, felt weird and fucked up. Frankly, I always thought WOR Channel Nine was like a dingy channel. Yeah, that was one that you had to adjust your UHF uh, right. antenna to to get. Right. Well, this season the yeah. Yanks are going back to WPIX. Okay. How many it's games? It's going to feel like home again. How many games? However many of those games they do a year. Twenty. Uh, off the thing, yeah, it's probably thirty games or okay, something like that. Okay, but it reminded me of the um, growing up, you know that that uh, WPIX, the picks, picks, picks thing. Oh man, which I always thought was funny. I don't know if people had this in other places, but it was basically like a really crude, early, like and communal, not, not crude like dick jokes, crude like 
it, like simple. Yeah. Uh, uh, it was the early uh, video games, and I guess that's how. Like now, you play World of Warcraft, and there's everyone playing it together or whatever. But yeah. that this is how they did it back in you know 1983. Yeah, it you was what, I mean? what it was was it was Mattel and television. Yeah. And so, for those of you who don't know what uh, Pix right. was on WPIX, it was. Uh, Every afternoon at three o'clock during right. like the Tom and Jerry cartoons, like right when you get home from school, yeah. and you pop on the TV and yeah, like every twenty minutes past the hour dur- during the cartoons during the TV, they would have this little break for picks, right? And it could be, I remember they had football and they had sp- like a space, hunt. yeah, like a shooting game, and it was all bullshit, but yeah, yeah, but it's like so like the space one, it's like there was a there was a crosshair in the middle of the screen that didn't move, right. And spaceships would fly across the screen, and they would like do little loop to loops. And sometimes they'd go right through the crosshair. Right. And you would have to time it. And you'd say picks, and it would fire. Time it by saying like people would write in on postcards. Yeah. With their phone numbers. Yeah. And then they'd call you up, and you'd play over the phone. Yes. And it'd be broadcast. Your voice would be broadcast across the WPIX landscape. Yeah. So it was exciting because I did it. I'm, you know, you did it. Like you send the postcard and you hope you get on picks. Yeah, I never got on though. And then there and I. And then you. And then I thought you got on. No, no. The interesting thing is the guy who taught me how to break dance. Yeah. Majid Padellan. <laughs> Majid Padellan. Okay. He got on. He did. And this was so like, his postcard got selected and he played picks over the thing. But the crazy thing is picks was so hot. Yeah. The entire school knew that Majid Padellan was going to be on picks. Okay. Okay. And, and we all tuned in. Okay, how'd he do? Exactly like everybody did on picks, <laughs> which is that what happens is like the spa- like you know you got to score the spaceship flies through and you go right. picks and it's very calm one laser beam goes right so that's that's how you trigger the shooting is you'd be on the phone you say picks and that's when your laser would shoot yeah and so you go picks 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 well picks. that's what happens when people start to get freaked out because their score is bad they just start going yeah. picks 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 yeah but what happens is one of those games where it's like when you fire. You have to let the laser go. Right. Because if you fire again, the, that first laser disappears. <laughs> right, right. Christmas. So people go, pick, 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 and it's like... Right, nothing shoot. Nothing would happen. Okay. The, the panic, the desperate uh, pick, pick, pick thing would backfire on you. And so what did Magellan do? Oh, know. I don't remember. I don't remember. <laughs> he didn't he deliver? magical, though. But I always so wanted to be on picks. Yeah. I so wanted to do it. Me too. Because you'd watch it and you're like, I could beat this person. I would have crushed picks. And it's like, picks, 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 picks. I just thought it was fucking Even funny. back then I was an excellent gamer and I played those Mattel and television games <laughs> in Andy Bellin's house because he had that. And, uh, uh, you know, my nickname was Joystick. Right. Growing up, I'm the greatest video game player ever. <laughs> and I knew, I was like, these people, are t- they don't have any composure. You don't have to call them these days. What? Gamers. Oh, yeah. In between, it was vidiots. We called ourselves vidiots. Okay. Now they're gamers. <laughs> okay. Um, okay, great. Do you consider yourself a gamer now? Well, I, I am, except that really since I had kids, I, it's been hard to play games. Sure, sure. Every now and then, I'll you know, I'll, I'll do it. Right. But right. Uh, I had my last hurrah right before uh, getting engaged, like for... Was that one of those all-nighter... Uh... used to do it all the time. Yeah. Yeah. Like four in the morning, you're still playing video games. The whole thing, right? Smoking cigarettes, <laughs> all of it. Um, all right. So anyway, uh, uh, your wedding, recent wedding situation. Your, yeah, I'm your, going to weddings. Your little wedding situation Good reminded me of a few together. funny wedding stories. Yeah, we've. Uh, I mean, you and I have been to a million weddings together. We've been to a lot of weddings, including our own weddings mm-hmm. and the Broken Lizard guys' weddings. Yeah, and they're, it reminded me of a lot of funny, funny stories. Well, I, mean, I think 
No, I was going to say, well, I mean, that you know, Super Troopers was conceived. Correct. In one of those summers where we as broke, you know, as Broken Lizard, we would just naturally, we'd get in Jay's sob. You know, yeah. Old sob. Get a shitty beat up black sob. And the five of us would, would get in and we'd road trip to whatever weddings we were going to. And, yeah. You know, a lot of times we had maybe smoked some pot. Yeah. And you know, it's like that summer, right, when all your friends get married. Like you get like six weddings that summer. Yeah. And all the friends would show up and you get fucking wasted. Yeah. Because you're in your 20s. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. But, or uh, I guess 30s, I don't know. You know, whenever, however yeah. old you are. But uh, but yeah, like we, we would get pulled over a lot and, you know, we'd be talking shit about the cops and then like the cops would come up to the window and we'd immediately... All five of us were in the car. Yeah, we'd turn into the biggest pussies like, yes, officer, no, officer, what, I'm, we're sorry, officer. And then he'd walk away and we'd be like, God, if... If that cop knew how stoned we were and he had a sense of humor, he could have fucked with us six ways to Sunday. Yeah. And that was where the, uh, that was the genesis for. Yeah. The, uh, I remember, and I remember driving to Coop's wedding, our friend Coop, and I think like the riff for the bear fucker yeah. happened on that trip. Yeah. Well, you were infuriating because you. Uh, I would engage in hypotheticals. Well, you never do. It's like, <laughs> I remember some, like, like I remember we, like, uh, so for the Chew Crew. For those of you who don't know, Kevin refuses to engage in hypotheticals, and it's like... I'm a very practical person. Yeah, but then, you, you know, it's like we were like, what if you saw a guy a, a, a guy fucking a bear on the side of the road? That was the original question. Right. What would you do? And Kevin was like, uh, well, it would never happen, so I'm not going to answer. And you're like, come on. <laughs> Everybody's like, I would do this, I would do that, and Kevin's like, he won't play. Right. Like, I remember asking you one time, like, what you would rather do. I think it was like... Give a BJ to Patrick Ewing, <laughs> or I don't even want to say what the other one or was. Or get a BJ from Patrick Ewing. Or no, it was like or take it up the the boo boo by uh, Hakeem Olajuwon. <laughs> Hot cream Olajuwon. Yeah, and you wouldn't answer. You like it never happened. We're like just fucking tell us which one. I would never uh, suck Patrick Ewing's dick or get yeah, fucked in like, the ass. I'd by I'd never Hakeem. find myself in that situation. It was so infuriating. Right. But yeah, right. so. Uh, you wouldn't play along, but that was where the bear fucker idea came from. Yeah, the bear fucker was on that road trip. And then I feel like the concept of Farva, not as me as Farva, but the name Farva and what a gross name that was, Yeah, came up on one of those road trips. Yeah, it was back, Brett Far- Favre. Yeah. Was, uh, rhymes with larva. Yeah, I mean, the whole... If the Brett whole... Favre's name rhymes with larva. Well, that was the first thing. Is like we had started to talk about names for characters. Like, we... Le- we Thorny was the name that Thorny and Rabbit were names that people had had liked as yeah. character names. Yeah, and then Mac was a name that that people liked for characters. Well, because we liked that it was, you were a double Mac. Yeah, McIntyre Womack. Yeah. <laughs> um, and and then, which Mac is it? Is it the last name Mac that they call you, or the first name? We Mac? don't know. We don't know. We don't know. We just don't know. And uh, and then yeah, Farva came along a little bit after that, and we knew right. he was obnoxious. But I remember it being a road trip. Riff that name that Farva name yeah, um, but so yeah so that we w- it was Coop's wedding is where this all started yeah, to go down a lot of it that yeah. was in Ohio right yeah we drove to Ohio oh, that's a long drive I know and it was uh, like a sixteen hour drive from so, New York City yeah now so Coop for for those of you who don't know Kevin Cooper is our friend who uh, he had gone to NYU film school and met Jay there and he actually was the one who gave us our start making films. He he came to see our live sketch show and uh, asked us to write and act in his senior thesis film, which he was going to direct and produce. 
a movie called The Tinfoil Monkey Agenda, which one day we will get <laughs> out Somebody there. will see. Um, but a uh, 30-minute film. But So we went down to Florida with him. We've actually talked about this on, yeah, we talked on about some this, podcast. Yeah, but, yeah, uh, yeah. So then he got married yeah. in Ohio at, at his uh, parents' That was the house. first, uh, well, it became a tradition for you, but that was the first wedding you sang at. That's right. What song did you sing? I sang Beth by Kiss. <laughs> That's right. And I remember it was like a it was a reception that was in their backyard, the parents' backyard. It was yeah. a beautiful backyard in Ohio with a pool like and there's a waterfall, a, right? Yeah, there's a big porch, beautiful porch. And I remember yeah. you getting up there on the porch and telling the band you wanted to sing Beth. Incorrect. No? Okay. Uh, okay. No, okay. But close. Okay. Uh, what it was was the band. Okay, so like we got. First of all, we had been smoking pot all day and driving. We got to the wedding. Then it was like you know pretty lavish affair. Like we were drinking a lot. Yeah. And then it was the it was the reception. Right. And at, then late night after dinner. Yeah. yeah. And uh, and it was like first there's a presentation. Do you remember they did a slideshow and that Elton yep. John song, The Circle of Life. Yep. It was right after the Lion King had come yeah, out. And we, yeah. And we we mocked it. Yeah. And uh, right. and there were photos of you know we were in some of the, those photos we were from we were making the movie but anyway because we're cynical assholes yes and certainly were then and we make fun now of I would never mock the circle of life no we were at our, kids our peak it. of yeah. assholery yeah but uh, so yeah so then there was the dance and there was a live band and then the band took a break right right okay okay and then I I, I you know a couple of us were fucking around. It sure. Might have even been you on the stage. Uh, I was up there. I remember being up there, but you definitely took control of the situation and decided you were going to sing. Well, what happened is like a song. We got up there on the stage to fuck around, and it might have been you who was up there with me. And like, I just tapped the mic as I always will do when there's a mic, just to see if it's on. <laughs> right? Is this thing on? And it was on. Right. And so it might have been Stolhansky with me. And so I I started to sing. Beth, I hear you calling. Oh yeah. And I can't come home Acapella. right now. Acapella, right? Me and the boys are playing, and we just can't find the sound. <laughs> just a few more hours, and I'll be right home to you. I think I hear them calling. <laughs> Beth, what can I do? Bom, bom, Beth, what can I do? do, 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 do. Now, right about now. Right. People are freaked out a little people bit. People are looking at me. Like, as people, as the Chew crew is right now, listen to this, like, let me went a little too long right there. <laughs> That's what this crowd, who didn't even know you, wow. as you were pouring your heart out singing Beth a cappella. Yeah. Pouring my heart out is a, is a stretch. No, it's not. No, it's not. I was you going were for into comedy. It. Oh, okay, okay. I was into it, but I was going for fucking. But that. I remember people like looking, being like, "What the fuck?" Yeah, fuck. But yeah, I mean, but that's always been the story of my life. It's like I like right. I've never shied away from situations like that. If you dare me, I'll I'll do it. Probably sure. not anymore, but like, sure. I also remember though you dancing with a really tall woman with a cowboy hat at that wedding. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like uh, you guys actually dared me to ask her to dance. <laughs> okay, <laughs> she was one of the bridesmaids. <laughs> okay, and she was like, she was definitely like a foot taller than oh, you. Oh, she was like six two. Right. She had a cowboy hat on. Right. Really nice woman, but it was like I went up Super to her. Super nice. Yeah. And I asked her to dance, and it was like, and she knew what the joke was about. Right. She could tell, and so she pulled me, <laughs> right. she pulled me in close. It into was, her chest. Into her chest. Into her bosom. Pulled my head down into her bosom. You're the guy who sang Beth, right? And, uh, yeah, that was pretty fun. But you sang at my wedding, too. I did sing at your wedding. So, right. so you were the first lizard to get married. Uh, 
Well, technically, you were the first lizard to get married. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Did that happen before? You? Yes. Yes. Okay, so yes, yes. So there's my green card wedding. <laughs> right. I mean, I just Which we've talked about before, but just the actual wedding ceremony was a fun, yeah. weird, fucked up thing. Yeah, if you want to hear the long version of the story, you can go to the one marked Lemmy's green card wedding. It's a podcast <laughs> from the early days. Right. But yeah. But we paint ha- the picture of that that. Wedding reception ceremony. Okay, so we had to. The wedding took place at City Hall. Quickie job. I was literally marrying a girl for her green card. There was no, we were never going to live together or call each other husband and wife. And the key was you had to take pictures for the INS. To prove to the INS that you got. So you had to take pictures of a ceremony. So you had to stage a ceremony. Yeah, because what happens is you are. No, I mean, they allow you to get married at City Hall, but what's going to happen is. I'm saying you got to have pictures. Though. They're going to bring you in and interview you to make sure your wedding is authentic, to make sure right. your marriage is authentic. You're not just doing a favor because people, you know, will will buy green cards. They'll pay somebody a, like Swedish women would pay gay dudes, uh, you know, fifteen thousand dollars to marry them. Right. Uh, you know, back in the day before uh, gay marriage had been legalized. Right. And so uh, they want to authenticate the wedding. And one of the things they do is they you have to bring in a photo album. Yeah. And so you bring in the you know the photos with you like French kissing and stuff like that. So you know, or like you know, so the INS guys. Oh yeah, this okay. This is legit. Yeah. But I've been to Sweden because you know I, we had been dating, so I'd gone to Sweden. But so yeah. uh, we had a fake wedding party, right? So we could take pictures of our friends celebrating, right? And uh, we had a fake bachelor party, a thirty-minute bachelor party. The well, this is the fun thing. So so you uh, got married that day at City Hall, and then the idea was that night, right? Your buddy Rob threw this party in his apartment and it was going to be the everything rolled into one again you are close okay okay but not quite okay if you if you recall what happened was uh we were supposed to get married at city hall yeah and then we'd schedule the party for that night right we actually uh had to postpone the wedding at city hall okay how come i can't remember the reason okay but we weren't going to cancel the party, so we actually had the wedding party without really being married. Right, which it doesn't matter because you kind of weren't really being married anyway. Yeah, but so... And like, who was your best man at the... Uh... It was Chandra Sekar. Uh, why'd you ask Chandra Sekar? He, because what happened is, I don't know if you remember this, but like I put it out to you, hey, so I'm I'm uh, getting married at City mm-hmm. Hall, mm-hmm. and I'm going to need a witness, and Chandra Sekar immediately goes, spot res. <laughs> he said, I'll do it. Why? Why do you think he was so I, I, he's like, interested in doing it? He's going like, to I your just fake wedding. It sounded fucking great. Okay. To be a witness. But actually, also, wasn't he like hitting on the girl who was going to be the bride, the maid of honor? That happened later. Okay. Like, yeah, because then the four of us, when we actually finally did get married. Okay. You uh, had an orgy? There was, well, there was no after party because we'd already had it. <laughs> right, right. And so the four of us just went to a bar. I think we went to that place. What was that bar that we used to go to, like on 6th Street? And, uh, like, uh, it was like the 6th Street Lounge, or the Spring Street Lounge. Spring Street Lounge, okay. That's where we went. Okay. And uh, and it was just the four of us, and naturally, they were going to hook up. <laughs> right, right, uh, okay. So love was in the air. <laughs> okay. But so, yeah, so so we didn't get... We so you didn't remember, but you still had the party. Had the party. It was essentially the reception, the bachelorette party, the bachelor party, yeah. all rolled into one. Yeah, and I'm in a tuxedo. She's in a wedding gown. Right. We're all, you invited all your friends, yep. so I was there. All your friends were there. 30 minutes in the kitchen doing shots, doing toasts, getting <laughs> fucked up. That's the bachelor party. That's the bachelor party. Right. Then pictures we, are being taken. Pictures are being taken. Then we go out and have the regular party. Pictures are being taken. Right. Then there were fake toasts. <laughs> right. Uh, you gave one and made my fake bride cry. I did. I did. That was a that was a rough moment. Well, was, was it? Well, did Rob go last or did he go first? He went last. Okay. 
because because uh, we were all getting or he up went there. No, he went in the middle. That's the thing. Like I think he went early, and yeah. we're all sitting around like telling like funny stories and and working you and and I knew what I was going to do, and then and then Rob got up there and told like give a very heartfelt yeah like we couldn't be happy I couldn't be happy for you yeah, you found the one you love and blah 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 and you're like wait a minute dude this is like, kind of all fake I'm looking at him like dude shut the fuck up <laughs> and he's giving a serious one and she's getting emotional and da 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 yeah and so then I gave my speech and mine was just a fucking I, I just ripped you yeah it was a roast speech yeah and I think you were talking about like Girls I had had sex with. No, college. that's not true. That's not true. Or, at all. or then Stolhansky did that. They may have, but I I told the story of how we met about how you stole my coat. You were a thief, and oh, okay. I didn't like you, and <laughs> I didn't want you in Broken Lizard, and yeah. I just you know all very kind of joking, mocking things. But she sure. got very upset because she thought that you know I was ruining the moment and that this was a special time. And in our minds, we're like, this is all phony. And it's just for photographs. Yeah. So we can say whatever the fuck we want. Yeah. But she got very, very upset. Yeah. Yeah. So if you if you want to hear the, the full version of that story, go to the podcast with the green card because then, you know, the divorce becomes a whole <laughs> messy situation. <laughs> right. And then I actually run into her uh, many years later. Sure. 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 Many you years tell later. That story. Yeah. Um, but I, I tell you this, though, like I do remember that night of that wedding because I think we had been evicted or whatever from our apartment by then. Yes. And I was living in Connecticut on my parents' couch or whatever. And uh, that night I stayed at Stolhansky's. Yeah. And Stolhansky was dating this woman, and uh, they had like a one-room apartment. A studio. A studio. And yeah. it was the, you know, like a pull-out beddy thing and then a couch. Yeah. Or the, the bed and then a, and a couch. All in the same room. And... I went back there and I stayed. <laughs> so Zelensky and his girlfriend were in the bed, and I was, you know, ten feet away from the couch. And in the dark, we just laughed and <laughs> laughed about how upset your fake wife got about yeah. the speeches that we gave and how out of line but, they probably were. And, and I thought Stolhansky's girlfriend was like pissed at you guys too. Uh, I think, uh, well, she wasn't pissed. I mean, she understood exactly what was going on and. We thought we should have been a little more sensitive to your fake wife. Sure. Because obviously there was an emotional attachment that she was feeling as if it was a real wedding. Sure. And it, she thought we should have been more sympathetic. Sure, And sure. she's probably right. Yeah. Well. Um, <laughs> but I, but that, the annoying thing is this, though. Uh, 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 when you really did get married. Yeah. You, like, essentially eloped. But not, elope would have been a, even a better situation. Essentially what you did is you planned this big elaborate wedding and invited a bunch of people to it, but not me or any of your closer friends. No. And then you actually got married. Again, incorrect. No, that's not incorrect. All right, go ahead. I didn't pl- we didn't plan anything. You didn't? You didn't have a planned wedding somewhere where you invited people who flew from great distances to can come I to your wedding? You, can I tell you what yeah, happened? Yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. Two weeks before we actually got married. Yeah. Because we'd always talked, like, we'd actually talked about having a wedding. Yeah. And then we were like, ah, oh, it's such a pain in the ass. We're like, why don't we just elope? We're like, right. okay. And th- th- that conversation took place right after we got engaged. Yeah. And so we got engaged on our anniversary, which is April 15th, tax mm-hmm. day. Mm-hmm. That's when we first met. Right. And that's when I proposed. Right. On our two-year dating anniversary. Right. And then, uh, so then we were like, all right, we started talking about the wedding. It became such a hassle. We're like, let's elope. And then, so that we sort of kicked the can down the road a little bit. Yeah. Um, and then as our three-year dating anniversary and one-year anniversary of being engaged was coming up, approaching, we said, why don't we just uh, elope on April 15th? 
We thought that was a great idea. And then like probably like 10 days before that or maybe even less, maybe like a week before that, we were like, we should probably just tell our parents. Right. And so like I told my parents and my mom was like, we're coming. And I was like, no, hold on. She's like, we're coming. <laughs> and I was like, okay. So, But this, the point was that we were eloping. So it became, it was my parents and my sister. Yeah. Her parents and her sister and one of her brothers. She's got Now let brother. me ask you this question. Yeah. Who are you closer with? Your sister or me? You. Okay. All right. I just Okay, go ahead. Go ahead. Yeah, but you know, listen, she's my fucking sister. I, I would have liked for you to have been there, but okay. like Okay. And then what we, all you, you know, had to do was ask. I would have been there. I know. And and so but the but the quick the quick lesson was that we learned that it's the family that makes your fucking wedding a headache. Yes. Because, it's the friends that make it fun. Yeah, because immediately, like my sister was like, "Could you give me any less notice?" And I was like, "Oh <laughs> Jesus!" And and we were getting we we eloped to this place, uh, the Solage, up in uh, Calistoga, which is up right. in uh, right. in Northern Napa. California, yeah. and uh, in wine country. And so it was like, and then my dad was like, "Eh, why don't you have it there?" It was like a drive from the airport. Yeah, it was a pretty far drive, and he's like, "Why don't you have it uh, in Los Angeles? <laughs> uh, we can all just uh, come out. We be right there. We stay at your house." I'm like, th- "I was like, this is the whole fucking point, Dad. Like, we want to elope. We're, this is where we're going." Right. And so that that was that, and then you know, like, uh, then her whole family came, right? Her parents, right, and her sister and her brother, her brother, right. so four people. Okay. And one brother was missing. There was there was a, he had just had a baby, so like okay. uh, they they didn't come out. Um, and the, 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 the caveat, we were like, hey, listen, uh, you can come and stay at this resort, but like the day after the wedding, you have to get the fuck out because that's where we're honeymooning too. And we're not <laughs> right. honeymooning with you guys. Right, right. So everyone showed up and, uh, you know, we had a nice little night before dinner. Yep. And then, uh, and then we had the wedding itself during the day. It was a beautiful mm-hmm. little elopement ceremony. Yeah. And a great, another Who great performed meal. it? Um, the Justice of the Peace okay. came out there. That, well, that that resort actually like they do elopements. Okay, and so elopements. Yeah, and so so we did that. So it was it was wonderful. And um, we well, I mean, I, it was a little selfish and um, depriving your friends the opportunity to party with you. And then of course it was always that famous like, don't worry about it. You know, we're gonna have a party and we're gonna. Da, da, da. How many years ago was that wedding? Uh, God, I think we've been married for like four years now. Did you ever have that party with for all your friends? Well, actually, it was it was too ambitious. What we were going to do, what the plan was, we were going to just have, answer the question. Did you ever have the party? We were going to have friends? a party in Los Angeles and one in New York City and one in Miami. Yeah, we uh-huh. have three parties yeah. for our friends. Right, never happened. No, but don't worry, our life's a party, Queen. I guess so, but you denied uh, your friends the opportunity to do the things that are nice to do. You know, well, give I, speeches, give uh, yeah, you know, payback. And, and I think <laughs> I think that I deprived you of, of the opportunity to. Uh, although my speeches for all the lizards, and this goes back to how we got into it in the first place. Yeah, was after the Beth song at Coop's right. wedding. Right. I remember I promised you. I said I'll I'll sing a song at your wedding too. Yeah. And so with our friend Andy McCormick, Cormy, yep. uh, your wedding, we decided to sing Bon Jovi's Wanted Dead or Alive. Great. It was great. And we, for our, instead of rehearsal dinner, we had an open mic. Yeah. And basically anyone could do what they want. A story, a song, a joke. A, a toast, yeah. toast, whatever they wanted to do. Yeah. And you guys did a great song. Yeah. So we did Wanted Dead or Alive by Bon Jovi. And right. he played guitar and I did the singing. And you sang your little heart out. Oh, my God. And And like... 
what happened was that everyone everyone chimed in like yeah. when it came to the first course they were like i wanted dead or alive and it's like the whole place was going it was great right it was great and then uh i barely remember it though because uh, well, you were wasted. wasted i was wasted I think you got in trouble too i did i i got kind of in trouble because like uh you said well there was a, a lot to it but what happened was you sang people were getting me beers like uh, I had my brother Pat was his duty was to make sure that my beer was never empty. Yeah, and so you know he kept getting beers or whatever, and uh, and then Chandra Sekar told like a really inappropriate. You know, he told the story that we've told on this podcast before when we had Mike Yerichek on. Yeah, about uh, about me puking at the uh, rap party for our, our TV pilot. Yeah, and so Jay told a completely inappropriate story in front of all these. He went families. right after me. Yeah. Yeah, and then we broke. <laughs> yep. But I remember, <laughs> and my wife's family left. Yeah, because it had gotten a little too much. Yeah. Well, I remember at the time, like listening to that speech, <laughs> and I was like, "You can't get up and tell a story about the guy vomiting everywhere. Like that's not in front of everyone. Like, come on." Yours was a nice song, and his was kind of, but it escalated into. I mean, you know, there are some great stories, and I just got wasted. And it ended up, I remember it ended up with me get like the room had kind of cleared out and I got the microphone. I was like Roger Daltrying with the microphone mm-hmm. swinging around. And then I walked outside and there was a van. There were vans that were taking people back to the hotels. And there was a van of all the college guys, you and whoever else, yeah. going back to the hotel uh, f- uh, to do some drinking. It's a party, yeah. And so, you know, they were like, hey, come on. I'm like, yeah, fuck yeah. And I started climbing into that van. Yeah. And I felt this hand grab the back of my belt. Yeah. And my dad grabbed the back of my pants yeah. and yanked me out of the van. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> to make sure I went home to where I was supposed to go home. Yeah. So that uh, I wouldn't get in trouble for the next day. Yeah, yeah. But what now you... I, well, I had... I had a little adventure. What was your problem at my wedding? <laughs> my problem, my problem <laughs> was this. I'm, uh, like, I'm going to tell the story the way it unfolded. Okay. So at the hotel uh-huh. that we were all staying, right next door to that hotel was a gigantic arcade. Right. Okay. Right. There's a gigantic arcade there. Right. And yeah. so I don't remember how it went down, but like what it was like, we woke up that day of the wedding. Yeah. And... Uh, like went and got bre- you know I was with a girl and and uh, my girlfriend at the time and yep we, and we went and we and we got breakfast and then you know I was like okay there's probably like an hour or two but we gotta start or, no it was like we had a couple hours to kill right before uh, events getting, or whatever. going to the wedding yeah, right and so like we walked back to the hotel and she said I'm gonna go up and, and uh, like take a shower and I was like and I'm gonna go play video games because as we said earlier you were one of the original gamers my nickname was joystick right you idiot yeah and so I was walking over to the arcade with some spring in my step <laughs> some quarters burning a hole in your pocket yeah and I remember like it was okay chew crew brace yourself ladies I apologize in advance uh, but what happened was that I went to uh, for my first fart of the day. <laughs> <laughs> now, this is after this night where yeah. you sang. Yeah. Okay. So you had been drinking a lot. Yeah. But my first fart of the day. Right. 
and I, I, I happily went to release it with the confidence of a man who was right. just releasing his first fart of the day. Heading for your arcade. Heading over there so joyously, right. and I, I released my first fart of the day, and I pooped in my pants. <laughs> and and uh, the problem, though, is I was wearing these like baggy cargo pants, right. who I hate to name drop, <laughs> but used to belong to George Clooney. Do you remember those pants? I do remember those pants. They were George Clooney's now, cargo pants. Uh, he had was giving away to Goodwill or something like that, weren't they? Wasn't he? Or and yeah, well, the, he, the assistant yeah. Uh, yeah, let assistant, you have them. Yeah, let me have them. Yeah, okay. And so I had, and I wasn't wearing any underwear. Right. And so <laughs> I stopped in my tracks. I was like, "Holy right. shit!" So no underwear shit in your pants. No underwear shit with in my a pants. khaki colored pant. Khaki colored okay. baggy cargo pant. Right. Okay. And flip flops. Yeah. And so. Now I'm like I'm halfway between the hotel and the the arcade, <laughs> and I stop. I'm like, holy shit! I gotta I gotta get back to the, to my room. <laughs> right. And so I turn around and I'm like, I start waddling back to the hotel <laughs> right. quickly. And in the way it feels is that like, if there's a crotch, if there's a seam where my crotch is in the cargo pants, yeah, that whatever poop I have laid out. Is is balancing on top of that seam. Oh, and I'm god. like, I don't want anything to fall out. Oh my god. Okay. And so, so it's just gently balancing, ever so that's what it precariously. Feels. That's what it feels on like. the seam of the pants. And it also feels if anybody's done it, also feels gigantic, and it's usually not. <laughs> you know, it's like a little bit. But so I waddle back to the hotel, and I'm like, now I've got to get to that elevator. Yeah. And so. And I don't want anybody to see what... And there's a lot of people staying in that hotel. Friends, family. Yeah. You're going to run into somebody. Yeah, so I'm like super incognito and I've got You probably stink. Well, I I can't smell anything yet. (laughs) Okay. And I made sure that I'm like kind of shuffling along the wall with my back to the wall so that people can only see my front side. (laughs) I'm like a crab moving laterally. All right. And luckily there's no one by the elevators and like I I ring the, the elevator button, I hit the button, and the door opens and I get in and I hit the, the third floor, I think, is where I was. And a dude jumps in the elevator with right, me. Right, right. And the door shuts. And he's going to the, the uh, higher floor. Okay. And, was, and like not one second. Anybody you know? No, no, a random guy. Okay, not, okay. Not one second in, but that uh, that elevator door shuts. Yeah. That I it starts to smell like Times Square. <laughs> 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 I'm like, oh, like, and I don't mean like a farty smell or anything. Like It right. smells like shit. Like a homeless dude's pants. Yeah. Right. And the dude's looking at me. Right. And I'm just, I'm grinning and bearing it. <laughs> you didn't say anything? Didn't say a word. Sorry, shit my pants. <laughs> yeah, you'll have to. Sorry, I was me. walking over the arcade and I shit my yeah. pants. Pardon the, the smell. <laughs> I shat in my pants. But it was my first fart of the day. Who knew? Right. And uh, so my elevator door opened. I just got out, waddled to my hotel room, opened the door. And my girlfriend was like, I thought you were going to play video games. And I was like, I shat in my pants. <laughs> and so... I just She's like, I thought you were going to play. Oh my god! What fucking you stink! And so literally, I just with fully clothed. Yeah, I just climbed into the shower. Yeah, and turned on the water. <laughs> yeah, and just sat like just let it soak my pants. And now, how is she reacting? Is she laughing? Is she laughing like her embarrassed? Off. Okay, laughing her ass. Okay, off. okay. And you know, so I'm, I'm like, you know, I'll like pull back the the rear of my pants to let the shower right. like get in there directly. That's how you washed your Clooney pants. That's yeah. I'm washing my Clooney. <laughs> pants. I'm washing the whole thing like that, and right. then like I'm feeling good about what's going on now. I'm mm-hmm. like, okay, I'm getting over it. I made it. Problem solved. 
then I realized that my my wallet is still in my pocket. Oh. To add insult to injury, I'm like motherfucker. Right, so I'm take out my wallet and fucking you know put that on the it side. Smells like shit. Your wallet <laughs> shit in my fucking wallet. <laughs> And finally, I step out of my pants and like do a better, you know, wash job. And uh, anyway, so that was how <laughs> your wedding started for me. <laughs> right. That day. Right. And then later on that night, you shit your pants because you get wasted again. No, no. Then I, then I was pretty good. But I do remember your uncle, like, I remember two things, two more things about that wedding. Yeah. One was your uncle climbing the tent pole. Uh, it was like a I, circus tent. I think he, he said he was going to, but he never did. Oh, someone talked him out of it? Well, I, I mean, the guy was, you know, in his 60s at that point. I don't think he could have climbed it. Okay. But he said he was gonna because it was in the big tent. Yeah. And he was I, threatening to. And then I remember your dad was drunk enough that, that he was like, see that uh, that every uh, bottle of booze at that bar? I paid for it. I'm like, that's great, Mr. <laughs> he, he's like, that drink in your hand? I paid for it. And I was like, thank you very much. And he's like, everything everybody's drinking here? I paid for it. I was like, well, there's a, there's a story behind that. Okay. And that was that... Uh, 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 my wife's parents were kind enough. It was a long story, but we had booked a place in New Hampshire, and it went bankrupt like six months or five months before our wedding. Oh, and so we we had it all planned, and then it went bankrupt. And you know, then you know, like you got to book this shit a year in advance, or else you don't get the place, right? So the thing went bankrupt. We were screwed, and her parents were like, "Well, you can have the wedding at our house, right?" You know, they had a good yard. Now, had they given a deposit that they didn't get back or something? Yeah, like we put a deposit down, but it was. Uh, a combination this is a combination of the caterer and the and the all place. your stories are Kevin. yeah and all the money went to the ca- oh the deposit went towards the catering which we still use the catering okay, okay. but anyway we don't have a place being, for the wedding thanks for being hilarious yeah I know you Go asked on. you asked <laughs> okay so we have the uh, wedding at my in-laws house and my in-laws are uh, uh, are are much uh, they're they're I don't want to say they're conservative but they're they definitely uh, don't come from the same boozy uh, background of my family, you know? Not many they're, people do, uh, They're Yes, exactly. That's the point, right? Yeah. So so we sit down with the caterer, and we're having the wedding on their grounds, and the caterer's throwing out the options. And, uh, you know, it's like you can do, uh, you know, you can charge at the bar, you can charge at whatever, we can do an open bar, and her dad, who's not a guy who necessarily is a big drinker or whatever, and uh, uh, wasn't sure how to proceed. And I was like, "We're going to do open bar. We're going to do whatever, whatever. Open bar, dude, right?" Yeah. And uh, her father looked at me in front of this caterer and said, "Kevin, we're not throwing a fraternity party. <laughs> this oh, is yes. a wedding." Oh yes, you are. And I was like, "I know that, but," and I said, "Okay, well, how how about this?" Uh, uh, you know, because traditionally the the bride pays for the wedding or whatever. And I was like, how does this? We'll pay for any of the alcohol, booze-related stuff, you know, and uh, we'll take care of that, and then we'll worry about it. And he said, okay, great. And so that's what it was. It was that morning with my dad and my brothers and, like, two SUVs. Yeah. We went to the New Hampshire State Liquor Stores. I went on that run. Did you? Yeah. And we just loaded the shit up. Maybe I don't think not. you did. This is when you're shitting your pants. Maybe right? not. This is, this is, <laughs> I was, this is the exact I was standing thing in a bathtub when you're with shitting my clothes your pants. On. Yeah. Yeah. And we loaded up those uh, SUVs with the booze. Okay. And my dad literally wrote the check right there to the New Hampshire liquor store. Yeah. And, you know, it was like thousands of dollars of booze or whatever. And so that, he was very proud of that that was his booze. Okay, gotcha. You know I mean? And we actually, whatever wasn't finished 
took back home. <laughs> yeah. Well, I remember him also bitching about the fact that, like, he's like, so, look, I paid for this booze, and now I got a bottle of Jack Daniels, which is uh, is half consumed over there, but now somebody's opened up another bottle over there. Like, what's the point in that? Why don't you just open up the uh, drink from the one that's already open? I'm like... Well, the, uh, the story behind that oh, is God. that he is a guy who thinks you should... If you're going to drink Jack Daniels, you should just drink Jack Daniels. Yeah. Like, he thinks this whole Jack and Coke phenomenon is a bunch of pussies. Okay. He's like... And, gotcha. so, and so in his mind, it's like a bunch of pussies putting the Jack Daniels inside of Coca-Cola. Yeah. And therefore not really drinking the Jack Daniels the right way. And gotcha. then when you start opening bottles, it confirms the fact that you're a pussy. Okay. Yeah. One thing, one, another thing I remembered about your wedding just yeah. now yeah. is that uh, you and your wife did something amazing. We did. We did. Uh, what, you're talking about for the uh, the first dance or whatever? Yeah. Right. You came out. Should I say or you Yeah, go ahead. Say? Yeah, you can say it. Well, like, you know, you and... Uh, Sue came out, yeah, and you started talking, and it turns out very clear that you guys were doing who's on first. We did a bit, yeah, you did a bit, yeah, and you did who's on first, and I think she fucked up. Uh, there was a moment where she fucked up, but she rebounded, and that was like the crowd was like, yeah, now, she rebounded. There, I feel like there's actually a funny story behind the rehearsal of that. Uh, well, what happened was uh, we had talked earlier, like, let's do something different like than a first dance or whatever would be fun. Or she, and and she's like, well, what do you want to do? And I was like, I don't know. Like, I don't know. We could do like a bit or something. And she was like, 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 what, like well, who's on first or something like that you're trying to say? And I was like, hey, maybe we should do that. Yeah. And so we got the video because at the time it's like uh, you can pull that shit up on the internet. Right. It was years ago. Right. So we actually went and bought the videotape of Abbott and Costello. Yeah. The VHS tape, sure, which I still have somewhere. Oh, great! And so we we went we made a version that fit us because you know that those guys go on for like twenty minutes, you know. Yeah. And so we made a version, and you know, I, I guess I'm more used to performing comedy bits than she is. <laughs> yeah. But she was a trooper, and we rehearsed it to the point where you know, because that has to be a very kind of like Bing Bang Boom, you know. It's like you, you know, if you if she asked you to give somebody a pap smear or something. Exactly right, but she had to be zip zip zip. So we practiced for a while, and then. I remember the last time we practiced it, we had just gotten married. We finished the ceremony yeah. in their yard, and then the re- you know reception was right after that. And so we kind of like followed the wedding procession back behind her parents' house, and everyone kind of left. And so the two of us were there. She was in her wedding dress, and I was in the tuxedo or whatever we were wearing. And uh, we started rehearsing it. You know, like let's just rehearse it one more time, but in secret because we didn't want anyone to know what we were going to do. And so uh, her father tells the story about walking back behind the house to say something to us and looking from a distance and it looked like we were fighting with each other. Mm-hmm. Like we had just gotten married. We were fight- sure. What we were doing is rehearsing who's on first. Mm. And so we did it at the rehearsal. And okay. It went pretty well. It was fun. Well, that's interesting. Uh, uh, that'll be an interesting segue. Yeah. Then, because uh, was Soder the next guy to get married? Uh, I don't know. If Jay was or Soder was... No, Soder wasn't. Soder was not. But Soder's wedding was, you know, there were some funny moments anyway. Yeah. I mean, Paul Soder's like, I mean, I had a weird situation anyway, because I was shooting Sky High at the time. Right. And uh, I was making a Disney movie. And, um, you know, uh, the schedule had fallen where I was, he was getting married back in New York, and I was free. Like, I had shot that week, and then I had, like, the weekend off and, like, four days off. And so we were flying back for the wedding. And the wedding was in New York City. And uh, I remember flying back for the rehearsal dinner. And I got back there. It was like a Thursday night or Friday night. It was like midnight. And I got a phone call in my cell telling me what time I had to report the next day mm-hmm. for the shoot. 
Yeah. In LA. Oh. And I'm like, wait, wait, what the fuck? I was told I was free. Da da da. And there's a flurry of activity. But now I have to be on the set at 6 a.m. the next morning in Los Angeles. Jesus. And so I'm like, I'm freaking out because I don't, you know, I don't have a big part, so I don't want to fuck anything up, and you know. And so uh, all this shit uh, kind of came through, and they ended up paying, getting a plane ticket for me. First class. Uh, maybe okay. it might have been first class. Yeah. Okay. And so I flew the red eye. I just I just hung up the phone and went for a red eye, and flew back there and shot. And it ended up, and we joked about this with Mike Mitchell when he was, uh, but it ended up being just shots of like my hat and my hands and whatever it was. It was, a, and like Mike Mitchell was like, I told Mike Mitchell the story. He's like, "What the fuck? Why you flew all the way back for this?" And I'm like, I, "They told me I had to." He's like, "Well, you just talked to me. This is all bullshit stuff. We could have done this anytime." Yeah, you know. And meanwhile, I traveled three thousand miles, finished shooting three thousand miles back the other way in order yeah. to get there in time for the wedding. I wonder if uh, that was why you were such a dick at that wedding. <laughs> I don't think that I was a dick. I think you were a dick. You at and that I got wedding. into a fight that night. We did. We did get into a little fight that night. Because what happened was, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so at the <laughs> yeah. after the wedding, in the uh, the reception, right, was in this room that was it was basically it was an L shaped room. Yeah, and some sort of ballroom in New York City or a restaurant yeah. room or something. Yeah, yeah. It was like a restaurant. And it was like that that you know went wrapped around a bar, but it was like so. Uh, if you picture the L, the toasts were being given at like let's say the top tip right. of the L, right. And then you go down to the corner, to the right angle, and that's where you were sitting, right in the corner. Yep. Mm-hmm. And then you make that 90-degree turn and the go dog down leg. Toward, yeah. toward the other tip of the L, <laughs> right? of the foot of the L. Right. That's where I was seated with Mike Weaver. <laughs> right, right. We couldn't see the toast. Our friend Mike Weaver from Super Troopers. Mike Weaver, right. our red Officer friend. Smy. Yeah. Right. And uh, we couldn't see... The toasts, we couldn't hear the toasts. I don't know if that's true, but okay. No, the acoustics were such, like, we literally could not hear. I think you could see, but that's okay. We couldn't. No, okay. I, I couldn't okay. see. Okay. I'm telling you. Okay. And so, as such, then Weaver and I were just talking and fucking being loud and obnoxious. <laughs> right. Because we couldn't fucking see anything. Sure. But no one else was talking. And as people were giving a toast, all I could hear was, <laughs> and it was rude, and I looked over, and it was you and Weaver. Yeah. So you stormed over to us <laughs> right. and told us to shut the fuck up and we right. were being rude and it was like it was like there was no like hey instead of going zero to sixty I'm gonna approach at twenty miles an hour. You, <laughs> no. You were at sixty. But come on, it's not like you didn't know that speeches were going on. You guys were just fucked up and But we were yakking. talking we didn't realize the way the acoustics were going. It was like it was a little tunnel of sound to you to that corner. Right. Well yeah. it was to the whole room. Um, you did sing at that wedding, though. I, I, well, what happened was after singing at your wedding, then yes. I said, because people started asking for it. Right. I, I don't remember who. Uh, uh, people started asking me for it. Well, no, because then what happened was, <laughs> was Jay the next one? Oh, uh, no, no. Stolhansky was the next one. Okay. Yes. Because Stolhansky. Well, we, we do that. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, go ahead. I mean, we're going out of chronological order. Yeah. Because we're at Soder's wedding, but Stolhansky was the next one. And so, like, I sang at his wedding. Right. And then I sang at Jay's wedding. That's right. And so then Soder was the last guy to get okay, married. Okay, okay. And uh, so I sang at his wedding. I sang... Because uh, uh, you had a little thing. You guys had a little thing about this. 
Well, but what I had said was I'm only from now on after singing at uh, Stolhansky's wedding. I was like, I'm only I'll do all the lizards. Yeah, and then I'm retiring from singing right, at weddings. Right. Oh, please, Steve, sing at my wedding. Yeah, that's what it became. That's what it became. Yeah, but Soder's was the last. So demand. It was the last one I sang. Stranded at the drive-in from uh, Greece. Right, because uh, he and I, you had a little Greece love he affair. He had never seen the movie Greece. Right. This is like. In our 30s, and he had never even seen the movie Grease yeah, before, and, and which I is shocking. It, I had seen it 10 times in the theater when I was a kid. <laughs> right, right. And so then and 100 and I, times since then. Yeah, and he yeah. and I had a date, because they, they re-released it for like the 25th anniversary or right, something like that. Right, in the theaters, yeah, yeah. In the theaters, and, and I took him as my date. Right, because, what, well, was he skeptical, or was he... Was he? Yeah, he was like, oh, it's going to be terrible, or something yeah, like that, yeah, whatever yeah. it was, but then he loved it, and people were singing in the aisles. Right, and he loved it, didn't yeah. he? So I sang. And that six. became your little thing together. Didn't that was it? our thing. Yeah. So I think stranded at the drive, and to his wife, serenaded her. Right. And then, but then, speaking <laughs> of fights, then like after that reception, then we went to like the after party. Right. Some we, bar somewhere. Yeah, it was like a bar club that they had, you know, booked. Right. Right. I remember there being like couches and shit. Yeah. Yeah. yeah okay. And we all got there, and I, there was some, th- there was an issue. Like Soder was supposed to pay the last place. Yeah, but then he had he had to go ahead to this place to take care of something, right? And his wife was looking for him, but he hadn't told her he was leaving, right? And they needed to pay the guy, and so finally he went back, and she was pissed at him. But so we're all waiting outside this bar, and the limo pulls up, and we're about to like be like, "Hey!" And the door opens, and they're fighting, and Sutter gets out and and slams the limo door in her face, <laughs> right? <laughs> and storms passes and goes into the club, and we're like, "Well, that's an auspicious beginning," right? But that was in full view of everyone who was a guest at the wedding, yeah. Which was I've never seen that before. <laughs> that's a good, that's a good. What song did you sing at Stolhansky's wedding? I, that's the one I can't remember. Um, I, it was like uh, it was an '80s song. It, it had to be. Oh, Pe- every rose has its thorn. Well, you sure? Yeah, because it's every rose. Has I its thought thorn. it was that. Uh, I think the one what was the one you talked about last week. The concert you went to. Uh, um, ACDC. No, no, it's the guy who had the one hit. Oh, oh yeah, no, no, that's the one I sang at Jay's. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Yeah, Benny Mardonis. Benny Mardonis. Okay, I thought you said that. Stolhansky. No. You sang Every Rose Has a Thorn. Every Rose Has a Thorn, which which is off point for a wedding. It's about breakups. That's a song okay. about bad breakups. Okay. At the time, it was off point. Okay, okay. What was funny, I remember that. Well, we talked about this, uh, uh, but uh, uh, we'll go back in a second. But I remember there were like a couple of women who gave like a really, well, it was really long cutesy poems that rhymed. At, uh, at Stolhansky's? Yeah, at Stolhansky's wedding. And they like one of those really long ones, and then I think Solansky's dad gave a speech. Yes, right. Yeah, and then Solansky's best man gave a speech. Well, that was at the wedding. I'm, th- I'm talking about the rehearsal dinner because you sang at the rehearsal dinner, right? No, because I gave a speech. I remember I got up, I gave a speech, and all his buddies from Minnesota were there, and the Twins had just lost in the playoffs, like just lost. It was like the 2003 Twin. I can't remember what it was. And I, I, I ripped the fucking twins, and they all got fucking pissed right. off at me. Now they I, all got pissed off at now me. Now I remember, because <laughs> the thing was, we were filming Club Dread. Yep. And literally, we flew back. The, the, yeah, the day we finished, we flew back, and the wedding was that weekend. Yeah. And so we had the rehearsal dinner. And I remember it was weird. It was like, because it was like we had all just gotten off a stranded island. It was like we'd all gotten out of prison or something like that. Yeah. Like it was the first time I'd seen my wife in a while. Yeah. It was the first time, you know, you were back in civilization and saw a newspaper. Like we were in the jungle for two months. We were super tan. Yeah. We were tan. We were, uh, we were tan. hungover. We were... We, we'd all had Montezuma's Revenge, so <laughs> yeah. we were like, we were ripped. Yeah. Yeah. 
Uh, <laughs> I remember that. And then, and then Solancy's wedding was our introduction back into civilization. Yeah, that's right. And, and you're right. It's like now, now it's coming back to me. The boring <laughs> fucking bridesmaid uh, group poem. Right. And, and then, then I thought I thought you sang that night. Maybe I'm wrong. No, I did. I sang Poison that night. That night, right. And then... Uh, and people didn't know what to make of it. Yeah. That was a tough room. <laughs> I remember that was specifically That was a, a very tough room. tough room. That was a very tough room. <laughs> that was the toughest. Um, yeah. But then... Uh, uh, and then do you remember the wedding itself? Uh, that there was a bar mitzvah going on in a different... It was at the Beverly Hills Hotel. Right. There was a bar mitzvah party going on somewhere else in the Beverly Hills Hotel. Right. And it was a bunch of the 13-year-olds crashed the wedding and they were like hey there's like booze and there's like chicks there and they were like dancing they were trying to dance yes. with like Brittany Daniel and like, <laughs> yeah yeah and finally yeah. they got punted yeah they got kicked out of there yeah Um. so now what did you sing at Jay's wedding Benny Mardonis Into the Night and was that at the rehearsal dinner or was that at the actual wedding Uh, that was, I think it was the actual wedding yeah it might have been at the wedding yeah, yeah. it was She's just 16 years old. Leave her alone. They say. Well, the thing about uh, uh, his wedding, there are a couple of funny moments of his wedding. Number one, if you remember that day the the wedding happened, um, uh, it was uh, something happened to the the minister, the guy who was going to come perform the ceremony, Right. Like he didn't show up, or his car broke down, or something like that. He was MIA. Yeah, well, I think his car broke down. Then he didn't know he was going to get there. And th- we were in Hawaii, right? We were in yeah. Hawaii, and it was a beautiful setting. It was a oceanside setting, and everyone's waiting for this guy to come. And you know, there's a clock ticking clock or whatever. And then ultimately, it was literally like the cliche of like anyone said, "Hey." Someone made an announcement like, "Hey, is anyone like a minister? Can anyone perform this yeah. wedding?" Yeah, and guy raised his hand. Said, I'll do it, and it was MC Ganey, mm-hmm. our friend, who uh, was Hank in Club Dread. Yeah, and he was the priest in the opening scene of Beer Fest. Yeah, and he's Roscoe in Dukes of Hazard. He's been in a million movies, and a close friend, one of the greatest guys in the world, who we've been trying to get in the podcast. We'll, we'll get him on at some point. But yeah. One of the greatest guys in the world. And it turns out he was an ordained minister. Mm-hmm. And he's just a guest at the wedding, you know? Yeah. And a uh, colorful guy, though. And he gets up there and he performs the ceremony yeah. in front of, you know, 200 people. Yeah, and he was great. He was great. It was yeah. off the cuff. He was, fa- he was fantastic. And it was, a, it was a cliche moment, you know? Like, who, who can you get to come perform the ceremony? Yeah. And he jumped up there and he did it. Yeah, it was awesome. But my other thing was that at Jay's wedding... It was kind of the way Jay handled it was uh, he had asked his uh, not asked. I mean, basically, he said to me, hey, will you do uh, the best man toast? And I was like, oh, thank thank you. I mean, I'm the best man. And he said, no, you're not the best man. (laughs) And I said, who's the best man? He said, my son. Now, his son was one year old at that point. Yeah. His son was one. Yeah. And his son, he had made his best man. Yeah. Yeah, because he was one year old, his son could not perform any of the best man duties. Yeah. And so he asked me if I would perform all the best man duties without being the best man. Sure. So you did uh, all the work, but got none of the goodwill. That's right. I didn't get the title. Yeah, but you had to give a speech. I gave a couple of speeches. I gave two speeches. Yeah. And uh, Good job. Thanks, man. You were great. I don't, I don't remember either of them, but they were, they were funny. I'll send you a copy. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and you sang Benny Mardonis. That I sang Benny Mardonis. That's funny. That that wedding was in Hawaii. That, yeah. That was a trek. Yeah. We had we had a funny wedding. You're, we went to, we went to a wedding in uh, in Mexico. You and I. Yeah. 
a good friend of ours, and and uh, I think Jay was de- was definitely there. Yeah, yeah, our friend John Street. I don't know if any other lizards were there, but yeah, uh, me, you, and Jay, we went. Yeah, we went. That was in San Miguel, I think, was the town. Yep, it was crazy. The the the. It was kind of a rehe- a bachelor party the day before. Yeah. And the event was uh, bullfighting. Yeah, the dudes who went to, a, but like a bullfighting school. Yeah, and it was a secret. Like they didn't tell anybody yeah. where we were going. And then like a van showed up and we all got in it, like 15 dudes. Yeah. And we ended up at this bullfighting ring out. We thought they were taking us to kill us somewhere because we went out in the middle of fucking nowhere. Yeah. And it was this bullfighting ring. And in Mexico, there are no rules, right? No. There's no rules. Like, no. they had booze for us and bulls. Yeah. And we're learning how to... pen. We're learning how to be Toreadors. <laughs> right. And we were all drinking beer. Yeah. And then you'd get out there. Yeah. And you're fighting a fucking bull. Yeah. And it's not, and it's not a joke where it's like, oh, there's nothing going to happen because people got fucking hurt. The groom. Well, the other, remember the other dude who got fucking gored? Yeah. Like the dude, the bull came at the dude and he was kind of drunk and it hit him in the leg and picked him up in the air and threw him. Yeah. And then a bunch of other guys ran out to distract the bull like a fucking rodeo clown. And then one of the groom's buddies went out and picked up the gourd guy. Yeah. And like firemen carried him out of the fucking thing, running out of the thing. Yeah, it was amazing. <laughs> it was amazing. Like you'd never get away with that shit get away with that shit in the states man no and that was the thing too like uh, like i don't know if you remember but before we left because it was like the hotel was the one like the wedding planner was the one who set us up with that thing yeah and the guy came to us afterwards and was like eh maybe you could like uh yeah let's keep this quiet okay <laughs> and we're like okay <laughs> yeah. don't worry, we won't say anything <laughs> But, like, afterwards, like, they, they also, like, cooked us fresh, like, pig and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. But we were all freaked out. We are like, yeah. we didn't know what to make of anything. We got kind of drunk, too. Um, but that was the same day that we got so drunk, and everyone got really drunk, and then they had the rehearsal dinner, yeah. and then people gave speeches. Yeah. And, uh, you know, uh, we got up there. I got up. I gave a speech. And, you know, they're funny speeches, you know, and our friend, one of our friends, Mark Alter, got up there and gave a speech. And uh, he was one of the first ones to speak. And then we were drinking hard, and he proceeded to get fucking wasted. I think he had, like, food poisoning also or something. Uh, he... He got really fucked up. Yeah. He, he got wasted. I don't know that he gave a speech before he got wasted. He did. He did. He gave a, uh, he gave a speech before, because that's what the joke was. He gave a speech... And then he went back to the table, and he kept drinking, and then he passed out on top of the table. Yeah. He passed out. Yeah. And a bunch of us picked him up and brought him back to his hotel room and put him to bed. Yeah. And we all devised a plan, because mm-hmm. he blacked out. Like, he didn't know what happened, you know? And so we devised a plan. So the next day... <laughs> yeah, now I remember. What we did is we told him, because he didn't know what happened. And so there was an organized plan, and we were all in on it. We were going to tell him... Man, you were so drunk. And then you kind of woke up in the rehearsal dinner and you got up again. Yeah. And you gave another speech. And this speech was not so nice. Yeah. You offended the the bride's mother. You offended all these people. Like the shit you were saying was unbelievable. (laughs) And we told him this. We told him this. Yeah. And he bought it hook, line, and sinker. Oh, yeah. And he felt terrible. Oh. 
And I remember we kept it going like all day long. And it wasn't just there was like probably twenty dudes. I remember we all went to a Mexican bar the next day. People were watching like college football and stuff. Yeah. We were all sitting in that bar, and everyone had another detail for him about the terrible speech he gave. Yeah. And he went up to the groom, and he apologized. Yeah. And the groom maintained it, you know. <laughs> yeah, no, I remember it was like, it was like he, and he, he would ask everybody, he's like, he's like, how bad was it? Like, was it awful? And be like, uh, I mean, I don't know what you want me to say. Like, do you, do you remember what you said to the, do you remember what you said to the, uh, her mom yeah and he'd be like no <laughs> and he'd be like oh my god dude it was like i don't even know i mean you I just can't even tell you talking about like you started talking about like how the, the women that john had slept with in college oh, and stuff and you were like how could she give her daughter away yeah. like oh. you'd make these things up on the fly sure sure it sounded awful to you at the time we kept that going through the wedding yep and to the after party. Yeah, that remember we were on a rooftop somewhere, roof. and somebody finally spilled the beans because he just kept going around to different groups of people saying, "Did I really do that? Am I not? I can't believe I did it." Yeah, I, you know what it was? He was going to go up and apologize to the bride's mother. Yeah, that's where that's where we broke it. <laughs> yeah, because he was like, "I got to go up there and say something. I got to go say I'm sorry." And it's like, "Nah, don't worry about it. It's one under the bridge." You know, he's like, "No, no, I can't let this go without without me. I feel terrible." And he was going to go up and apologize to the woman. Yeah. And that's where we let him in on it. Yeah, God, we're dicks. And he we was laughing for days. Yeah, but like we ruined like a good long period of his day. Ah, that's all right. It's a good story now. What What was the family wedding that you? Oh my God! What was your family wedding it's story? It's the craziest. It was the craziest thing. I feel like I've told it on the podcast, or maybe I told it to you recently because yeah. we ran into my cousin. Right, okay. Um, but back when I was a senior in high school, my cousin got married. Okay. Uh, a female cousin. Yeah. She was getting married. Mom's side, dad's side? My dad's that? side. Okay, Argentina. Yeah. Okay. Um, but so, like, it's like, it. She, my dad's cousin yeah. moved to Philadelphia and got married, and her daughter was this girl. I don't know if that makes her my second cousin or what what kind of cousin that makes her, but right. like, but she was always like the cool kissing one. cousin, maybe. What right, up, bro? Well, What's up? okay, so so we go to this wedding, and it's me and my parents. My sister didn't go for some reason. Yeah, and oh, because she was in college. Okay, and I was a senior in high school, and so uh, so we went to the wedding, and I was at a, I was at we, I was a separate table from my parents. My parents were like at the bride's table. Right. You were a bunch of randos. Yeah, well, it was funny because like what happened is my dad was this is this is funny. I never was able to hear my dad's accent in life. Okay. And like I remember one time I was at Andy Bellin's house uh-huh. and his mom uh, What does that mean? You mean it, he sounded like he was American to you? Yeah. I really? couldn't hear his accent. Really? Really. I mean, he has a pretty thick accent. I know. Yeah. Bellin's mom came to me in, in their living room. I was probably in like 8th or ninth grade. Yeah. And she was like, Stephen, there is a man with a very thick Spanish accent on the phone. And I said, uh, who is it? Yeah. And she said, and he wants to speak to you. And I said, who is it? And she goes, it's your father. And I was like, my father doesn't have an accent. And everyone looked at me like, are you fucking crazy? <laughs> <laughs> so kicking off the wedding, That's this is hysterical. like, my dad was asked to, to speak at okay. the wedding. Okay. And so he's up there in this church giving this speech mm-hmm. and he's reading from like the Bible or something. And he's okay. like, and Yahweh spoke unto the people. Like, or, or that's what it is. He, he's speaking, and he's like, and this and that. And I'm like, oh, my God, his accent is so fucking thick. <laughs> I'm like, I've never seen him speak in front of people before. And I'm like, right. I don't even know if he, like, can get through this speech. Uh-huh. 
Like, <laughs> it seems like he is going to trip on every word here. Right. And finally he says, and Yahweh spoke through the people. And I had never heard the word Yahweh before. Okay. And I was like, Yahweh? What the fuck is Yahweh? I'm like, he <laughs> fucked up. Oh, my God. He fucked up. I'm so embarrassed. Yahweh. And he says it again. Yeah. And he says it again. And I'm like, oh, my God, my dad's a fucking idiot. Oh, my God, I'm so embarrassed. And I was 17. You were the idiot. I was the idiot. You were the idiot. And it was like, you know me. Yeah. We got into the car to go to the fucking reception afterwards, and yeah. I was going to roast him. Right, right. And I was like, man, you stupid fucking Argentinian <laughs> motherfucker. You don't even know how to speak English. You were saying this like Yahweh this and Yahweh that, and finally everyone's like, yeah, Yahweh is God. I'm like, what? And huh? they're like, yeah, everyone knows Yahweh. You don't know who Yahweh is? And I'm like, no. <laughs> and so I was the fucking idiot. That's because you worship the devil. That's yeah, why, bro. bro. AC DC. Uh-huh. But so now, so now we go to the reception. Yeah, my my dad is uh, at the bride's table, and I'm at the, at the table with like a bunch of kids. Yeah, and the kid table. <clears throat> yeah, but but younger than you though. But it's actually it's I'm the rando at a family table. Okay, and it's a bunch of cousins and their parents. Yeah, and they're all like their brothers and sisters and their parents and then me. Okay, and like. It was, it was weird because, like, first of all, I was, like, not into it because I remember, like, the boys were, like, like hanging spoons on their nose. And, <laughs> okay. And I was, I guess I was a Manhattan fucking dick. Yeah, and obviously. I was, I was like, oh, how uncouth. <laughs> 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 but I was just, I was like, I was like, I don't know, like, everyone seems uncivilized at this table. And then, like, there was the one girl, the sister of, of these, like, brothers. And how old are these people? They're my age. Like okay. she was my age, or maybe High school, a, a age. year younger. Okay. Yeah, and like they were like all in that same area. Yeah, and she was like, "You want to smoke a cigarette outside?" And I was like, "Yeah." And were you a smoker at that point? Or? I was full on smoker. Okay, and so, like, a day, baby. Yeah, we went out for a pack of Marlboro Reds. So we went outside behind like like the area to smoke cigarettes, and she was like, "She's my cousin." Yeah, I've just first met her. cousin. Something removed. Okay, okay, but I've just met her. I was not attracted to her. Right. She said... Underwear removed. She said, uh, you want to, like, mess around? And I was like, huh? (laughs) I was, like, so freaked out by this. I was already, like, had my issues with this family. Sure. And these relatives... Related to you. Yeah, Yeah. and now she's asked me to, like, fool around with her. Right. Now, listen. I'm 17. I'm horny. Sure. I probably would have had sex with anything that moved in in life at that point She was cute. She wasn't... You know, she wasn't my cup of tea. Let's okay. Put it, let's put it that way. If okay. she wa- if she was my cup of tea, who knows what would have happened. Right. But right. I think I still would have been freaked out. Okay. But I was freaked out, and I was like, uh, I wanted to get the fuck back inside. Yeah. To, to the wedding. She shot, shot her down. Yeah. I, I shot her down. I was like, hey, we're cousins. She's like, we're like second cousins like 10 times removed. And I was yeah. like, uh, you know, I don't know. We're cousins. That's still. weird. That's weird. Yeah. So we went back inside. Like, yeah, she was playing on the full, full court press. Okay. Trying to get me to, you know. Okay. We go back inside. And, and then, then, then she became a woman spurned. Well, no, then she was still cool. She like okay. you know, she respected. I think she figured, you know, she knew the way the night was still going. Yeah. I didn't know. Right. Okay. So the the party ends and then like my dad is like, "Eh, eh mijo, so eh, eh, the grown-ups we are going to go to a we are going to a bar." <laughs> and uh so you are going to go with the whatever their name was, like yeah. the fucking Smiths or I don't know. Right. You are going to go with them. They're going back to Sandy's house. Sandy was our cousin. Right. That's where they are staying. You are going to go back uh, with them, and uh, we will be back in uh, a couple of hours. We'll be back. In, we'll be back. Yeah, we will get back. Uh, maybe never. Have a good life. 
And uh, I was fucking pissed about that. Right, because you don't hang out with these fucking no, people. No, but, you know, from their point of view, it's like all the adults, they're like, yeah, we're going to get fucking wasted. Yeah, right. Fuck this kid. Right. Like, leave him at home. I'll leave all the kids right. hanging out together. That's when you run away. Yeah. Fuck you, dad. But so, like, their parents were going, too. So, the co- okay. so it's me and just these cousins. Okay. We go back to Sandy's house, and it's just, like, there's probably, like, five of us there. Yeah. Six of us there. They start smoking crack. Whoa, 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 whoa. Whoa. Crack, crack? Crack cocaine. Like oh. rocks of crack? Rocks of crack. Okay. Were they cracky type folk or was the... <laughs> they were crackers. I mean, that must have been a surprise. But And now, by the way, they were from like like South Carolina or something. Okay. Like so I was like, to me, I was like... and I, I, what I, Okay, when I say that, what I mean is not to disparage South Carolinians. <laughs> but it was like, to me, being from New York City... Right. I to me, I was like starting to look at these people like, holy shit, they're fucking hillbillies. Like the cousin wants to fuck me, <laughs> right? And, and like and the guy's crack. spoons off his nose and cheek. And now, sure. And you're no stranger crack. to uh, you've seen drug use. Listen, at I that had point done in cocaine. Your age. I right. had done cocaine when I was 15. Okay, okay, quite a bit of it. Right. I'd actually stopped doing cocaine. I'd quit cocaine. Right. You got tired of it by junior year in high school. I quit doing cocaine because okay. I had done too much of it. Okay. And so, but I'd never smoked crack. Right. Exactly. These people, they were pulling fucking rocks out and putting them in crack pipes and smoking fucking crack. And so what did you do? And getting fucked up. I'm just, I'm smoking cigarettes. Right. And drinking like beers and some fucking. And they're like, hey, you want some crack? Yeah. I mean, they, I was like, no thanks. Like, I wasn't a peer pressure guy. Like, I I was like, no thanks. Yeah. And, uh, but, like, I was freaked out by the whole fucking thing. Sure. Then all of a sudden, Mm -hmm. I hear a fucking car pull up. Oh. The door opens and it's it's uh the parents have come back and it's like and it's their parents walk in the door. Oh Jesus. And I'm like, holy fucking shit. We're in so much fucking trouble. Right. And the parents are walking upstairs and the kids aren't making any fucking move to hide this shit. Okay. And the dad walks in. Yeah. And he goes, How is it? And the kid goes, It's fucking awesome. What? And the dad starts smoking crap. Shut up. I'm not fucking really? around. The dad starts smoking crap. And then your crack. dad walks in. <laughs> he starts smoking crap. Well, I know he was your dad there with his team? or They were like in the next car behind. Okay. And then like they showed up, and that's when the crack got put away. Because they they knew that it had well, to now, go away. Well, now, like, this crack family knew that, like, okay, now the strangers <laughs> have showed up. And it's like, the whole house smells like cigarette smoke because my cousin yeah. was a smoker. Her husband right. was a smoker. It's like, that you couldn't smell this shit. Yeah. But the the crack got put away. Okay. I went fucking down the stairs. Right. And was like, we're fucking out of here. <laughs> and they're like, what are you talking about? The, the night is still young. What are you talking about? Did we you, are going to fuck the cousins. Did you tell your dad? In the car home. And what was his reaction? Holy fucking shit. Are you fucking kidding? Because <laughs> uh, like, he didn't know those cousins. Okay. Uh, we had never met those cousins before. Okay. But he was out drinking with dad. He was out drinking with the dad and everything yeah. like that. You know, Crack dad. Yeah, but like my mom was like fucking pissed off about the whole thing. But yeah. like, I think they also didn't believe me. Really? Uh, you know, I mean like. It's such an outlandish story. It is outlandish. But then the dad is fucking smoking crack with them. They were like, oh. Right. And like that. But well, you have no reason to make that up. I have no reason to make that up. But like, if you got caught smoking the crack. Sure. You'd say to your parents, hey, the dad was smoking crack. And they'd be like, yeah, whatever. Right. But and, you have no reason and to. And the girl cousin wanted to fuck me. Yeah. Oh, sure. Sure, sure. But uh, anyway, so. so 
And did you ever see those cousins again? Never. I've never seen them again. I remember one time. So, so are they Lemmys? No, they're not Lemmys. They're like, I don't even know how they're related. I, I think. So my they're cousin, like crackies. My cousin Sandy, the one who got married. Yeah. The, her mom was the Argentinian one. Her dad, I think they're related to his family. Okay. And somewhere down the line, but like I remember one time, Sandy, uh, my cousin who'd gotten married, we were Sandy? F- we were flying down to Argentina, and she did say, "Oh yeah, cousin." Becky says hi. Oh. But like everybody knows the legend of cousin Becky and how she like and like Sandy now even the night she came to our Philadelphia show yeah, that night. Right, right. We were talking about cousin Becky and she's like, "Yeah, you know, cousin Becky, she's like a like a wild one. She's out there." Okay. And, and so you never hooked up with cousin Becky though. Never hooked up with end, cousin Becky. No. You got put off by the whole crack. <laughs> I wasn't going to hook up that's, with her. That's that's a that's a that's a weird wedding story. That's a me. weird wedding story. That's a weird wedding. I haven't had one of those. No, so. And I've never had one like that again. Anyway, um Boy. It's probably a good one to end on. <laughs> <laughs> you can't top it. That's why. No. Like you you go and all your relatives are smoking crack at the family wedding. Yeah. How do you top that? You don't. That didn't happen at Chandra Sekar's wedding. Nope. It was pretty tame. <laughs> didn't happen at my wedding. Nope. Pretty tame. Like some, a dude just <laughs> talked about climbing a fucking tent pole. That's it. That's about it, man. Mm. People I just shat my pants. <laughs> you shat your That's pants. That's crazy Scott. God, okay. All right. I think I prefer that. Yeah, me too. I'd rather everyone shit their pants at my wedding than It'd be so much crack. better. So get, much better. Get weird. Yeah. Um, um, okay. All right, cool. <laughs> <laughs> I hope everyone enjoyed this episode. <laughs> That's a good one to end on, Lemmy. I, I wonder how they're going to put this one in the liner notes. Like, uh, you know, they talk about shitting in their pants and smoking crack with their cousins. <laughs> I write the liner notes. Oh, you do? I do. How are you going to write this one? I don't know. You I might put, lead with the crack. Yeah, crack. Because <laughs> that, that'll make you listen to this one. That right? will make you listen. Uh, Steve talks about all the crack that was smoked at his family weddings. What? What? I'm getting in on it. Yeah, you got to listen to that. Okay. All right. All right, cool. Good. It's, it's, a, it's, a, it's like a, it's a fucking like, room silencer. It's like, a, it's like a needle rip. Yeah. Yeah, geez, we don't know where to go from here. Even if we had... We don't stories. have to go anywhere. We're an hour and 15 minutes. Oh, fuck it. it. Let's end. You know? We don't want to go too long. All right, everyone. Sketchfest, San Francisco. Right. February 7th, Cobb's Comedy Club, 8 p.m. Come, come. Come see us. Come and, say hi. And uh, everyone wish us luck shooting our pilot. We start... Uh, uh, Tuesday. Yeah, we, we actually... Yesterday, we shot the opening credit sequence. Right. And then... Next Tuesday, a week from yesterday, we start the filming of the actual show. We'll give everyone a little update, and we uh, yeah chime in next week. We're gonna try and get some of the lizards uh, into a podcast. Yeah, next yeah week. let's do that. Okay, thanks, Chew Crew. All right, let's chew something. Uh, good stories, Lemmy. Thank- I'm gonna chew some crack cocaine on the way out. <laughs> oh, you are. I'm gonna have yeah. some wedding cake. Okay. Mm. Oh. You know, the old smush in the face wedding Wait, cake. I can't. I can't feel my lips or tongue. <laughs> I can't taste the wedding cake. Oh, I think I'm chewing my crack. tongue right now. It's crack cake. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks, everybody. Coke cake, we'll call this. Okay. See you next week. Now leaving Nerdist.com. 